at least once a week, once a fortnight, but at least once a week, we're heading to get down to the supermarkets and finding that everything seems to be not just a little bit up in price, but a lot up in price, and that's creating a lot of stress for Hutter families and indeed across the rest of the, fa- uh, the country as well. Uh, the gang at Finder have been running their keen eye over this, and their head of consumer research, Graham Cook, joins us now. Graham, thank you so much for your time once again. Good um, morning, Mark. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm not too bad. Of course, it's not shopping day, so I'm, I'm not doing too <laughs> bad. Um, about a quarter of us say that, you know, about 42 percent rather I should say admit that at the moment the shopping bill is one of the major financial stresses and that is no surprise with prices going up. Yeah that's that's pretty interesting actually so this is part of our consumer sentiment tracker which is an ongoing study of the Australian consumer we've been running it for five years so we've been able to track um, consumer kind of sentiment and, and concern over a whole long period of time and that stat you just mentioned is the percentage of households who say that their grocery bill causes them financial stress. We ask about a bunch of different bills, one of which is grocery. And that number has more than doubled over the last couple of years. So about two years ago, it was around 15, maybe 20% of households said that they had financial stress um, as a result of putting food on the table. Now that's 42% of households, nearly the same percentage who um, experience stress via their uh, rent or their mortgage cost. So that's how dramatically it's increased. Um, So definitely a lot of households out there and trying to find anywhere they can save right now. Yeah, for sure. And uh, again, the average Aussie household spend, according to your research, about $188 a week. We know that's gone up um, in the last little bit as well. Um, around a 520 increase per household over the year. So again, pennies make pounds in this regard, and it's just the odd everything going up by five or ten cents here or there, by fifty cents or a dollar, and it really makes a, a bit of a um, a bit of a jump there. Uh, looking at some of the ways that folks have been trying their very best to save money, um, I, I must admit the first one is something I, I just don't do, but I think more and more of us are starting to do it, and that's just visit multiple stores and multiple sites to to find out who's got the best deal on the the bread, the milk, the fruit and veggies, whatever. Yeah, I definitely think you're going to see see more of this rather than just going to the local store and, and kind of paying the lazy tax as opposed to buying everything in one place. We're seeing a lot of people shopping around and trying to get whatever they want to get at the lowest possible price. It's interesting if you look at the government figures of how much prices have gone up over the last um, year. So kind of somewhere between 5 and 10% price increase on most groceries. But some areas we've actually started to see a price decrease. We've seen deflation in f- uh, fresh fruit and vegetables, are, is the main area in the big two supermarkets where prices have actually fallen by 5 or 6% over the last year. The inflation is lower on meat and seafood than it used to be. It's about 2%. It was higher before. So I think we're probably, people will be glad to hear this, probably nearing the end of this kind of difficult period of, of, of kind of continuously increasing prices. And if deflation continues to go down, if we see a cash rate drop later on this year, which our economists are saying we, we potentially will in the last part of the year, then we might start to see prices go down further, which will obviously be Good news for households. Do you think, though, that with the, the, the pressure or the spotlight on supermarkets in particular, that, that in terms of inflation and uh, deflation, when prices start to come down, we won't see them like, you know, when the prices go up, they go up like a rocket, but when they come down, they're like a feather? Do you think we might actually yeah. see a little bit more realistic, like, come on, mate, stop, you know, taking it, the bickey out of us with prices? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. What I can say is those figures I quoted are, are, are government figures on sure. actual inflation prices. So we have seen prices start to come down um, in, in, in fruit and veg. Um, whether the prices will come down to the same degree they went up and at the same speed they went up, I'm kind of dubious about that. <laughs> um, but we are indeed, because there's, there's quite a lot of price pressure among the retailers, especially between Woolies and Coles. And now 
um, Aldi who are, are chasing on their tails. One in five shoppers now shopping in Aldi, which is really remarkable considering 20 years ago they didn't exist in Australia. Um, so there's a lot of pressure to push prices down once retailers are able to do so. So I think that will be an incentive because everyone's fighting uh, more fiercely for the consumer to come through the door than they were previously. And that, that will be what forces them to put prices down. Yeah, and, and like we see, like you mentioned there, Graham, good to see the, the fresh fruit and produce coming down a little bit, but keep in mind they did go up a lot a long while ago. Um, some of the yeah. other things that folks are doing, uh, bulk buying, and because we said that with some of the bulk retail type of stores, the Costco's that have sort of really jammed their way into the market, and, you know, hi, we're here, and uh, uh, yeah. 53% sort of starting that process of, if not at a particular store, but buying things in bulk, the bigger box of something you buy, the cheaper it is per unit. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm tending to do this myself. When you see something at a low sale price, you kind of buy more than you need. Um, I've got a toddler in the house, so we, we, we bulk up on the, uh, the, the the kind of baby food and formulas and all that type of thing um, when the prices are low. So that's a good way to save. Another one which wasn't actually included in this question, but a lot of people in, in other surveys that are telling us they're doing now, is, is signing up for the loyalty programs for Woolies and Coles, because increasingly now you're starting to see discounts in supermarkets only offered to people who are club members. This is actually something that imported from uh, Tesco, which is a retailer in the UK, started doing this several years ago, um, whereby you have to have the club card to get the discount. And that's now starting to creep in here. So more people are jumping on the membership programs in order to get those discounts. So that can be another way to save. Mm, yeah, I think I fear that it may very well be a, a thing that once once it's, once it starts to really present itself, we'll probably see it all over the place. Thirty eight percent said that you know coupons are a way to go. Thirty percent are trying other things, and only eight percent of folks surveyed say they're not doing anything to save. Doesn't necessarily mean they're not struggling. It just means that they're uh, not proactively doing anything about it. Um, some of the top tips that uh, you have uh, again for the gang at Finder to try and save on your grocery bill. The the one that uh, seems to be the toughest. For to get ahead around sometimes is plan our meals. Yeah, plan your meals. If you uh, if you bulk buy and you plan your meals, combine those two things together, you can usually eat pretty cheaply. Um, shopping around, obviously, is the way to go. Also, you can compare the prices in Woolies and Coles locally close to you. This is what I do myself. If you download the online shopping apps for those two, they'll connect you to the prices in your local store because the online shopping prices are the same as the store prices. And that's one quick way to see if something is cheaper in a particular store, um, maybe go there and save a little bit. Um, also, buying frozen food in uh, f- food rather in bulk because quite often that can be cheaper. But comparing the unit pricing uh, as well, um, sometimes you look at a price and think, "Well, that's on sale. That's pretty good." But when you compare it to maybe the bigger or smaller size, you might actually not necessarily be getting the big deal. So, looking at the numbers behind the numbers, Graham, can also be a bit of a helping hand. Yeah, that's true. A little bit of homework, a little bit of um, comparing comparing the per gram or per. Uh 100 milliliters if it's a liquid side-by-side side, will kind of tell you what the cheapest price is. And also, search around online. There's a lot of online retailers now who are catering for that same um, grocery market that didn't really serve these types of customers. For Amazon, for example, do a lot of um, pantry uh, items. And often you'll find they're cheaper than the supermarkets, and I both buy from them, and they'll deliver to you next door, usually for free. So uh, that's another way to, to maybe move your books away from spending everything with big two. Oh, people are trying to do whatever they can to save uh, a bit of extra cash because we know uh, in most cases things going up, although some good news that bits and pieces are starting to come down a little bit. Uh, Graham Cook from Finder, thank you so much for your time on this. We appreciate it. Have a good one. Thank you, Mark. Good morning. Graham Cook there. He is the Head of Consumer Research at Finder. Take a look at some of the supermarket stress today at 2NURFM 103.7.